Hi, and welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore, founder of foodtrucktraining.group. All this week, I'm interviewing Lauren and Lori, twin sisters from Double Trouble Philly Cheesesteaks, located in the great state of Texas. I've gotten the privilege to work with these ladies over the last couple of years before they even opened their food truck. And now, two years later on, they are growing as a business and as a brand. Pay attention to them because you'll be hearing a whole bunch more from them in the months to come. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hi, I'm Lauren Bell. And I'm Lori Walker. And, and we, we are, are Double, Double Trouble, Trouble Philly Cheesesteak. Tell me about your background. What got you all started into a food truck business? So what had us jump into the food truck? We've always cooked. Our mother was a caterer, of course, which uh, gave us no real experience for the food truck. However, uh, we love being around food and we have a culture around food, of course. Um, as far as the Philly Cheesesteak is concerned, that was something that was always being from Philly. That was always a meal at least twice a week. <laughs> For most real Philadelphians. Um, when we moved to Texas, Lori made Philly cheesesteaks for all the Philly uh, Philly Eagles games. Philadelphia yeah. Eagles games. I, I actually did it back home as well. I always did for doing the football games or church functions because that was just something that I, I liked to do and I felt like I was good at. So when I came to Texas, they didn't have a good Philly. We just couldn't find a good authentic Philly. So we, me and my husband went to Home Depot and bought the little flat grill and started doing it in the garage for all the football games, bringing all our Texan friends in to experience that. And they just, we did it for since 2008. And they just loved it, loved it, loved it. And so what brought on the food truck thing, Lauren and I always have a little hustle in us. And we were always out trying to find little things to do side money on top of our professional jobs. And one day her and my brother got into a conversation and was like, Lauren said, Lori need a food truck. She needs to take this thing out. And my brother was like, let's do it. So Lauren came home that, that, that week and started researching. And we found Patrick from Trailer Kings and, and talked about it. And wow, I mean, <laughs> and then that led us to you. So before we even had a trailer, we got to at least talk to you and, and get some real good. So you've been with us since the very beginning yeah. uh, before the food truck even came into play. Um, so, so it was being built. Yeah. Yeah. So that, so that was great. Um, we learned so much and we're still learning from you every day, but that's what brought us. And then, um, that's what brought us to the food truck. And, um, we've been going strong ever since Yeah, we just celebrated two years as Labor Day. Yep. I remember when you guys opened, you, you got blown away on that opening day. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Okay. You guys said you're originally from Philadelphia. Yeah. Where are you at? Where are you guys at right now? So we're in the Twin Cities. Lauren is in Rosenberg, and I'm in Richmond, Texas, and they call those the Twin Cities, so how appropriate, right? <laughs> Where do you guys normally operate from your, your food truck? What city? Richmond, Rosenberg, Harris County, Fort Bend County, and then, you know, there we get invites to Neville and CLE and different places. So our home base is definitely Richmond, Rosenberg. And those cities for people that aren't familiar, that's around Houston. In Texas. Yes. We're, yes, we're about 10 miles outside of Houston city limits and Sugarland. People are familiar with Sugarland area. So we are like five minutes from Sugarland, yeah. five minutes down the road from Sugarland. 
and not far from Houston, depending on which way you go. You opened Labor Day two years ago, so it would have been yeah. 2019. Yes. Everyone has a different definition of success. Yes. What is your all's definition? My definition of success is um, not necessarily attached to a money value, but more so attached to an overall feeling and emotion and the passion that I get up with. This is still a job. Here we are two years in, we face many trials and tribulations, and yet every day I'm excited to get up on that truck and have a new day. To me, that's success. I love what I do. The ultimate success, of course, would be to have it take care of my medical benefits, everything, retirement, and just do the thing. Um, but right now, I consider it successful. We have come in contact with so many people, um, and we're going to the next level step by step. To me, that's success. We're not stagnated. Not where we want to be, but we're definitely not where we used to be. Yeah, and success for me is definitely uh, a couple of things. That's something that I, I keep down before me in my notes all the time. And, and just to educate, to be educated in my profession, not just to go out and just do something, just to say that I've done it, but it's, you know, it's how to live, not just to earn a living. And to me, that means my spiritual aspect of it, my morals, you know, my dedication, my commitment. So being successful, don't just have the dollar signs for me. It's a lot deeper than that for me. Good. good. That's, that's the kind of answer I like to hear because there's always somebody that's going to have more dollars than you always. Exactly. And that doesn't define Absolutely. success. No. You can be excited about your day, no matter what it is, a garbage man can be successful and be exactly. and doing their job. Exactly. Tell me your, your website, your social media links, so people that are interested can follow your example. So our website, um, well, we have an app as well. So we have our own app. So if you're on Apple, you can go to your app store to um, Double Trouble Cheesesteaks. They left out the Philly for some reason. Double Trouble Cheesesteaks and download our app on Apple. Um, if you're on Android, it'll be Double Trouble Philly Cheesesteaks in your, in your Play Store. Um, our website is www dot d d t p c h t x dot com you'll also have the link to the website directly from our app as well um, we're on facebook double trouble philly cheesesteaks and we're on instagram i don't post much on twitter but every once in a while you'll see our reviews a little tidbits that i will throw out on twitter as well of all the social media you mentioned, which one would they find you guys on the most? Would it be Facebook or Instagram? Uh, whenever I download to Facebook, I download to Instagram as well. So Facebook, Instagram probably runs hand in hand. And I'll include the links to your guys' stuff in the description for the podcast okay. so people can just click it and go straight to it. Okay. So let's talk about the setup you guys have. Uh, we, we say generically food truck, but exactly what do you guys have? So we have a trailer, eight, um, eight and a half by 14 foot. Inside our trailer, of course, we have a double fryer. Um, we have a four foot grill, yeah. four foot grill, um, 27, 24 pan prep refrigerator. I'm sorry, 12. <laughs> <laughs> 12, okay. And my mind is 24, but 12. Uh, it grew <laughs> overnight, okay. Yes, um, big, um, and then our big refrigerator, and of course, a deep freezer, you know, and, and then our requirements as far as our standard triple sinks and hand washing area. Mm -hmm. So we could get four. 
four the four people on the truck comfortably with everybody in the specific assignment role. When you guys were catering, let's just talk about that for a minute. You guys did public catering, right? Yeah, so we did car dealerships and schools, uh, programs like that. Yes, they would call us where they didn't necessarily need the truck. They just needed the food to be cooked and dropped off, set up in the break room so that they can serve their staff when they came in. And then sometimes we still took the trailer and they wouldn't have us, we wouldn't have to collect money. They would just let us know in advance we need 70 sandwiches. They would let us know what combination of sandwiches. We would still bring the trucks for the Aviance and then they would uh, come to the truck, pick up their food, and we would collect the check at the end of the two hours. Out of all the different ways that you've been, whether it be to the public or to catering, which one's your personal favorite? My personal favorite is the festivals and the events that we do for the city. The city of Rosenberg, the city of Richmond always invite us for uh, things that they have in downtown. And those always seem to be very fun for me. I love those. And my favorite is the orders where they say, give me 80 sandwiches and drop off to a location. <laughs> I love those because it's easy. I'm in the truck with no pressure. The only thing I'm working against is my time. I'm getting those sandwiches together, packing them up and delivering. Those are the best. I don't have to take the truck. I don't have to have any staff. Lauren and I just have to get there early enough to get the, the sandwiches done and deliver. I, those are my favorite. I always like those too. I, I like them. <laughs> yeah. You're right. There's no pressure at all. No pressure. All right. Let's, let's talk about a typical work day when you guys are going to be set up and operating. Start from the moment you're actually doing something active for the food truck. Tell me what that's like. Okay. <laughs> so for me, it's, it's um, waking up and just um, figuring out what my time frame is. So a typical day, once I start doing something, we may have to get up that morning and take the truck to the commissary so that we can have a ticket because certain areas, you don't want a health inspector to walk up and you don't have your ticket. Right. So that'd be the first thing that we do to get active uh, for the day is go get that commissary ticket. Then we'll come back to our commissary where we park and we'll top off with the propane, make sure that the extra gas cans are in the back of the pickup, filled up with gas. And just make sure that everything that we need, we get on the truck and get everything organized so that when we pull up to a location, we can get on and start cutting up onions and start doing that little stuff. But we try to get all the little penny ante stuff, make sure that that's done so that when we pull up in location, we're not just getting that done. Everything is already ready to go. All we're doing is chopping onions. We use an Instapot where we get those onions, start caramelizing while meat is on the grill. And then one of us is setting up around us. So, so from the time, so when we wake up that morning of a big event, we're already uh, doing little things. My husband on a Saturday, he'll get up early and go wash the truck. Cause a lot of times we go places that have gravel, dirt pops up everywhere. So while he may be, I may make a run to the restaurant store while he takes the trailer and wash it and get our tires. He loves our tires shining. He loves to make sure that we look good on the outside as well as the inside. So that's really, it just starts early. So tell me time-wise, if you had to be somewhere at 11, what time is your day starting? Oh, if we have to be somewhere at 11, we're up, Lonnie and I up at six, we get our coffee and we're out. Okay. Um, we, we get a shower six o'clock in the morning. We get up and start moving. She'll call and say, okay, where am I meeting you? I said, meet me over at the trailer. If, if everything is done here, sometimes I'll say, meet me at the house or you can help me lift some things and then we'll go. And most events for us, um, depending on where we are, we always like to be on site an hour and a half before the event starts. This gives us about 30 minutes to set up and then an hour to, um, to start prepping and cooking and getting things in order. Smelling. Um, it's smelling good, smelling up the neighborhood. People coming by going, oh my God, what is that smell? Oh my God. <laughs> That's such good pre-advertisement. It's just the aromas that come off. Yes, yes. You guys mentioned that you take pride in the truck and you're cleaning the tires and you're 
watching it before you go to an event. That is so important because that's your first impression. Before they even talk to anybody that's your cashier, they're seeing that truck. And you know, when you drive something, you get road debris all over and there's going to be little exactly. dust and that kind of stuff. You guys are taking pride in the exterior. I love that. And I hope people are taking notes on that. Yes. And let me tell you, people come up to our window, our walls are white inside. And go, oh my God, how do you keep these walls so white? Because while we're cooking, Keith is wiping. He's wiping. And you know, whenever you have fires and stuff, the potential of grease to be everywhere. Right. And um, and we take pride, even when we go, we had a health inspector get on our truck in the middle of an event and say, this is the cleanest truck I've been on, even in the midst of an event, because it's organized and things are being wiped down and things are being kept in order. Yes. That means something. That, that's where you want your food to come from. You don't want your food to come mm -hmm. from a dump. I, I promise you, Bill, I... My first truck was probably the first truck I really ever ate off because I have walked up to some truck that was such a turnoff. Oh my, I couldn't even bring myself to do it. That's a mess they had And in the so, window. yeah, they have stuff in the window, cardboard boxes, all trash, paper. It's just horrible. And so I take pride. I tell Lauren all the time, we're in that truck and I say, I want to see what I go off that truck and look through the window. I want to see what people see. If I see cardboard boxes, if I see, let's move this. Make sure our rags are in the sink, not sitting on the counter, because what people see is important to their stomachs. I get turned off real easy. So being clean and organized is paramount. I love what you said, because you're, you're taking that view of what the guest is going to see. You're walking around and taking that critical look. And that's so important. Mm -hmm. You have to be aware of what's in the background. Mm -hmm. What drives me crazy when people post a picture of their food truck or, or their food, and then there'll be stuff in the background. It's like, do you realize what you're showing everybody? Right. You know, they, yeah. Right. They, they, they don't. I will end this episode here, and tomorrow we will start with handling the early birds and the after closing knocks you have on your window and doors. I hope you all are learning from and enjoying the podcast. If you are, please consider supporting us and helping us grow. There are links in the description to help show your support. And remember, every little bit does help. Please join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. And I believe you will find it to be the best group on all of Facebook. If you need help or support or inspiration or just have a question, somebody amongst our amazing membership has got your back and they'll help you out. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow.